Bushin Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Got a hell of a show for you about to hear. Action-packed and lots going on. One thing I failed to mention was this on my hand. Ooh, what's that? I have a circular burn mark in the centre of my right hand from screwing and unscrewing the wardrobe, which you can hear in the show, that ruined my weekend. Weird thing is, it looks like... Um, you remember in RE, you used to get a thing called stigmata? Yeah. Do you remember that? Both yeah. hands, bit of the side? Yeah. Looks a bit of that. Or it looks like I've had a fairly busy weekend, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Either way, I need to get this thing sorted out. Yeah, you do, that's grim. Not good, it's the show. My weekend was totally taken up by trying to build a wardrobe that we bought for our youngest, Thea. <laughs> Uh, and I could tell when it was delivered that it was going to take a weekend, like in four or five boxes. It was huge. And it all went fine, but one one piece, one item in it nearly killed me. And it was, and I've had this problem before with these things, like whether I've bought them from different like DIY shops or furniture shops or whatever. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's like a hinge that uh, is, is a T-shape, right? Yeah. It comes in two parts. One bit sits in the door, yeah. and then the other bit goes on the actual frame of the wardrobe. And no matter what you do, they always click back up again and yeah. almost want to smack you in the face and you want to destroy it and I'm still annoyed now even thinking about it. And you're acutely aware that those are the kind of things that could take a finger off. Oh, completely. And they've got two magical screws on them because it, it comes with the instructions. You turn one screw, screw magically to move the door up and down. Yeah. And the other screw makes the door go in and out. And you can just spend the rest of your life just <laughs> tinkering with it. Honest to God, that one little thing nearly ruined my weekend. I hate it. So often, one item can can be the whole weekend for you. For me, a little bit more simple and naturistic, if that's even a word. Oh, hello. Don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Leaves. Leaves? On Saturday, I, I took Rocco outside into the garden, got the rake out of the shed, and we spent about an hour, could have been much quicker if I did it on my own, yeah. about an hour just raking all the leaves up in the garden. Not good for the lawn. I saw I saw a little video on Instagram. You uh, appear to have given Rocco gloves like Wolverine. <laughs> what are those things? They were big sort of plastic scoops to try and then get the leaves from their pile into the bin. Is that an actual bit of tech? Yeah, actual bit Is of it? tech. Spent a whole hour doing that. Sunday morning, comes down for breakfast, he looks out the patio and goes, Daddy, look, there's more leaves. <laughs> All that rain <laughs> went overnight. It is cre- if, if even a three-year-old looks out there and goes, there's more leaves, we've got to go again. It's awful. Leaves, that's my weekend in one item. Welcome to the world of being a grown-up, Rocco. Yes. Well, that's just how it is, son. Seriously, though, I mean, I don't, you have to have a look at his photo. We need to post it. You've bought, like, something that looks like Wolverine's hands. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> it genuinely is the weirdest thing. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you weekend up in one item, Wayne says pumpkin. I think a lot of people can get with True. that. Ellie Bear says, I work in a very small sweet shop. Uh, the shelving that she sent a photo of is right next to where the till is, and all weekend I've been knocking into it and watching everything fall over every single time to pick it back up again, then knock it over again 20 minutes later. Matt says, use your lawnmower on a high height setting. Acts like a vacuum. Sucks up the leaves without cutting the grass. Done it for years. Saves me time. You're welcome. Why am I not getting any hints or tips about how annoying wardrobe hinges are? Where where are the wardrobe hinge people? Well, you could take it a different way and say that people are agreeing with you. That's a good point. So they're like at home with bits of like furniture everywhere going, yeah, Bush. In the same problem as you. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much. I really appreciate this. (laughs) Uh, We've got Gadge on the line. Gadge, what item has summed up your weekend? Brake lights. Brake lights. Brake lights. Just brake lights. And then you stop for no reason on a motorway thinking, why have I come to a standstill? And then you pull away. And there's nothing there. It's just so frustrating. We can hear it in your voice. Yeah. We can hear it in your yeah. voice. Is there, what, what is the drive that you've done? It's obviously been uh, some kind of driver frustration. Yeah, 
about oh no, what it was. I dropped my wife and son down at my daughter's last week, so they spend a week with them while they're on the half term, and she's at uni. And then I'm going to pick them up again this weekend. So I've done this two weekends on the trot. Go on Saturday, come back Sunday. Go on Saturday, come back Sunday. It's just oh. I, just, I don't want to do it again. Do you know what you need, Gadge? It sounds to me like you need a bit of in-car entertainment. You need a, you need, he needs to play a game. He does. What's a good in-car game that Gadge could play and he's well, on his own? Car cricket, not great for motorways. That's a good point, isn't it? Uh, I spy. What about the thing where you count the number plates? You start with number one, then you work all the way through the number plates. Would you be up for that, Gadge? I, I think my kids are a little bit old for that now. They're um, 16 and 18. <laughs> you can say it's coming out on uh, Nintendo yeah, Switch yeah, or something. children do. They look at you, that look as if to say, really, Dad? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Josh has tweeted a picture of a cooker hood that's either broken or trying to install one. That is is way beyond my capability. I hate cooker hoods. <laughs> Aren't cooker hoods the most high-maintenance thing ever? I'd even post a question. Do they do anything? Uh, had a new one installed recently. Don't see any difference. It's like a little dirty stain and they think that that's them working hard. I was so annoyed about a chilli that I'd screwed up about a year ago. I really opened our cooker hood quite hard and the whole thing came off my hand. <laughs> Now, here's a real weird one, right, because this person hasn't given any other details. Marilyn says, summing up her weekend in an item, top hat. Ooh. Interesting. It's a posh weekend. Uh, Rich from Leicester says, I'm a bedroom fitter and I have to do installations with those hinges on a daily basis. I feel your pain. <laughs> Finally. Ah, there you go. I've been vindication. vindicated. Thank God for that. Uh, weekend in one item, uh, Sarah in Surrey says, handcuffs. Wow. Could be some kind of discipline. That doesn't help. No, it doesn't really, does it? No, that's, uh, that's a good point. Unbelievable. Uh, Paul, your weekend in one item. Well, it was a cider making, really. The cider press. A cider mm. press. I don't think I'd even know what a cider press looked like if one hit me in the face. <laughs> Nor did we for a long time. Is it a mangle? I'm imagining like a, you put it, apples yeah. for a mangle. We even got a bit more technical this year. We got a garden shredder, which we put the apples into. Yeah. Shred them up and then into this press that you turn at the top and it squeezes the apple juice into a jar. Where wow. does um, apple juice stop and cider start, if that's not a well, daft question? You kind of just leave it. Just you leave put it. some yeast into it and just leave it. And that's all, well, that's all we've done and killed either of us so far. So. Do, you, do you know what, right? I used to work at a, a holiday camp, a caravan park down in Devon and we used to have some yeah. local scrumpy on the bar and like these tourists would come down from like Birmingham and places like oh, that. No. They'd yeah. have two half glasses of it and they'd literally be off their heads. <laughs> I know. It's I, unbelievable, isn't it? With, we've even brought a thing to see how much alcohol was in it and we have no idea. So we <laughs> we don't even know how strong it is. <laughs> it's amazing. If you drink oh, enough, you, you can you can you can almost guess the lotto numbers from the next weekend. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. It works for me feet up as well. That's the worst thing with it. Paul hasn't offered us any yet, but no. uh, just in advance, what? I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> So the clocks went back. It's dark right now. It's been trailed all weekend long that there would be news on the show tonight. Many of you have been asking for it. Many of you waiting for it. There now follows a statement about the hometown Big Coat Protocol for autumn 2021. Bush and Ritchie were fully expecting to invoke the hometown show Big Coat Protocol tonight, following the clocks going back over the weekend. However, following lengthy discussions in a meeting this lunchtime, it's been decided that rules will not be changed today. Having studied temperatures and forecasts, they've decided to hold firm for now and would ask all home-time listeners to do the same. 
Just this morning, officers raided four separate addresses in Essex and detained 15 adults of suspicion of breaking the big coat protocol. A large quantity of puffer jackets and fleeces were recovered at the scene. We'll be increasing big coat stop and search until further announcements are made. There you go. That's a kind of an update with a bit of a warning as well. Mm. Just uh, Everything is as it were. Over yeah. the weekend, uh, obviously discussions have been happening on the Home Time WhatsApp group, getting ready for it. We have a, a very chirpy, chippy producer by the name of Adem. Yeah. Uh, you'll never have met a, a chippier, chirpier character uh, than Adem. It's like if you go around someone's house and their budgie keeps squawking up in the background. It's exactly that. It's really like that. We like to keep him in his little budgie hutch. Yes, what it is. <laughs> um, and uh, he chipped in on the Home Time WhatsApp group with the following question. You're about to hear a dramatisation of the exchange. Have a listen to this. Wash the big coat this afternoon. Never washed a coat in my life. What is wrong with you? That's weird. And dirty. I'm with Bush. Never washed a coat in my life. That's the whole point of coats. Weirdo. So much. That says more about you two than it does me. Everybody washes their coats. Wrongen. So that, that is a dramatisation of the yeah. actual conversation that happened earlier on. Uh, and I don't know about you, Richie, I've never heard of washing a coat before in my entire life. Well, as you just heard in the dramatisation, I've never washed a coat in my who, life. who washes a coat? It's the whole point of wearing coats. Uh, Nick Bruzon says on Twitter, that's what rain is for, surely. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Very good point, yeah. They're, 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 they're a self-washing garment. They're so clever. This is madness. So, look, I mean, this is this is news to us. Uh, like he's shaking his head over there, producer Adam. Of course he is. He ro- washes his coats on a regular basis, the madman. <laughs> What's your view on this? Who washes a coat? Text now, it's the debate of the day. Big Joe in Norfolk texts, I've never washed a coat. The only person I know who washes a coat is my wife but that's only the coat that she uses to muck out horse staples. Horse muck out coat. You can see why she's done that. Tommy in Cardiff says washing coats is like ironing bed sheets an utterly futile activity for those who don't yet have children. (laughs) Uh, Hazel, where do you stand on the washing coat debate? The inside is is close to your body and if you get hot and sweaty it must get smelly. And you wash, I wash my coat, I wash my children's coats all the time. Hazel, are you saying that Richie and I's coats stink to high heaven because we don't wash them? Is that what you're saying? I am saying, I'm saying that you must smell. I just said to my husband, they must smell, their coats (laughs) must smell. You've just said that out loud to your husband? It horrifies me that people are listening to this show at home and are passing (laughs) comment in the kitchen. They must smell. Hazel, your husband must have stuck up for us, though. What's your husband's name? Sean. What did Sean say? Did he stick up for us, too? No, he agrees with me. He totally, 100% agrees with me. Genuinely, can you turn around to Sean now and just say this message to him? Judas from Bush and Richard. (laughs) Coats is not to be in the rain. It's to keep you warm. I worry for this Sean fella. I do worry for him. Uh, this fella has a fine name, uh, but where do you stand, Richie, on the washing of the coats debates? Well, you've got to wash the big coat. Come on. It's, I mean, my big coat is at least 13 years old, so it's got to have deserved a wash along the years. OK. Well, um, when was the last time you washed your big coat, Richie? Well, I washed it last week, just getting ready for winter. Dearie me. Does it not, by washing it, undo some of the protection that the coat has. Well, that's why you've got to do the re-waterproofing as well, you see. OK, well, talk us through the re-waterproofing. What is that? Well, it's just the stuff that you put in the washing machine, re-waterproofs your jacket, 
That's you. Good to go. Jacket's smelling good and it's all waterproof. Who the hell do you think second. you are? Hang on one second. This is incredible. So there's a substance that we could put in our washing machines that waterproofs our clothes? Absolutely. And oh. it's very, very good, let me tell you. So would it work on like a suit if you were going to walk around town and be waterproofed as well? Ooh, I've never really tried that, but because I do wear a suit for work, it could be a good idea. You could have everything. You could have waterproof underpants. Uh, a tank top, waterproof tank top. <laughs> exactly. Summer T-shirts, waterproofed. This isn't, we, we, we thought we'd hit the next level of merch with tie-dye the other week. I think it's waterproof clothing. Or maybe combine <laughs> yeah, the two. Yeah. Home-time waterproof tie-dye shirts. Gap in the market for the waterproof suit. I'm sure that there must be out there somewhere, surely. Fantastic. So you you have uh, washed your big coat and now you're walking around smelling the roses. And I'm waterproofed. Bush and Ritchie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Our brand new game, can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself £500 on the line to play? Right now we have Chris. Chris, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Albury in the West Midlands. Fantastic. Good weekend, Chris. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Good man. We we uh, we delayed our big coat protocol a little bit earlier on, so it's like um, light jackets for now. Are you are you good with that? What's the temperature like where you are? Um, I'm not too sure. It's pretty cold. You haven't got your big coat out yet, yeah. though, have you? Chris? You haven't been doing that, have you, Chris? Nah, not yet. I've still got my tracky bottoms on. Good lads. We, <laughs> we thought we might have to buy you then, but you're going to be all right. Right, let's remind you of the rules, and indeed everyone, of the rules for Through the Decades. We're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present, present day. Time. You have 60 seconds on the clock uh, to get all seven correct. Uh, you can't pass on a question, however, and when the time's up, the game ends. All makes sense, Chris? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, just just to confirm, you've signed all the paperwork. You know that we've got four or five other contestants that have not made it through the space-time continuum and are stuck in different decades as we speak. You're still happy to proceed? Yeah, I'm still happy to proceed. Good lad. Right, where do you want to start? What decade are you starting with, Chris? Well, I'm going to start in the 1980s because that's a decade I was born. Okay, we'll start you in the 1980s. Chris... Good luck. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. In Back to the Future, released in 1985, which year do Marty and Doc end up in when they travel back in time? Uh, 1989. No. Uh, 88. No. So when they go back in time? Uh, Back to uh, 81. No. Bit further. Film was released uh, in 85, so where do they go back to? Uh, 78. <laughs> Is this further back? Uh, 72. No. Have you seen the film? <laughs> uh, I've seen it on the TV, but I'm not too sure yet. Proper uh, olden days, proper olden days. 75. No. no, that's when I was born. Don't slag me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit earlier, Chris. Uh, 69. No. Keep going, fella. Go another decade. <laughs> oh, close. 51. Other way. 40, 40. <laughs> Time. You're a loser and you have lost. If this is the first time Time's you've heard up. this competition and you've just heard Chris on the phone, you've, maybe you joined late and you've just heard him naming years, <laughs> there's more to it than this. It's 1955 uh, where Marty and Doc went to, I'm afraid. Uh, Chris, um... You're trapped in the 80s, you're going to be eating semolina for the rest of your life. <laughs> 
And how dare you say, and I say proper <laughs> olden days, you say the year of my birth, 1975, <laughs> mate. Unbelievable. Oh, Chris, hard luck, fella. Enjoy the 80s, because that's where you are stuck. You can play the Through the Decades game on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. We'd like to start off the final hour of the show by saying, we did it! We're not committing to a crime, no, no, no. We did it. Richie and I went sober for all of October, raising funds and awareness for the brilliant and essential Macmillan Cancer Support. Thank you to everyone who took part in it as well and stayed off the plonk and the booze for an entire month. We feel better for it. Thank you for the messages for those who uh, supported and well done for everyone else that did it, like Bush says. But, uh, you know, here we are. I I, I don't know about you. Like, Obviously, I didn't want to try anything last night because that still would have been during the month of October. Uh Uh-huh. Having something at ten past midnight is never a very good look Uh, so tonight when I get home that will be my first drink and I cannot wait Everton are playing this evening have you seen the way we've played recently (laughs) I'm going to have all the beers got something cold ready for uh, the end of the hometime show tonight so uh, but look we are patting ourselves on the back because it was our achievement but I think sometimes it's never a bad thing to pat yourself on the back there's not always people queuing up to do it for you so why not salute yourself it's good morale isn't it yeah good for morale so if you've done a little thing that you wouldn't normally get credit for or whatever this entire final hour of the show is a safe space for you to put your hand up and say actually I feel like I should get some credit for this there might not be anyone around you right now to give yourself credit so give it to you and share it with us and we'll tell everybody. Get in touch with us tonight. We've got Holly on the line. Holly, what do you want to pat yourself on the back about? Oh, well, today I um, just went so far out of my comfort zone. I've been into London and had a makeover and photo shoot for the cover of a national newspaper. Wow. (laughs) Check you out. That is pretty full on. And and what was it about? What kind of subject is it? Uh, Basically, it's about this celestial thing called um, your Saturn return that happens. Um, And I had a a story about mine and ended up going and talking about it. Richie, Richie, you've seen a UFO. Is it down the route of that kind of thing or is it something different? It's basically when your life just completely gets turned on its head um, and you either make life-changing decisions or you... um, things happen to you that you weren't expecting. So it's this thing that happens, like, for people in their late 20s. Holly, this sounds fascinating. We're going to have to look out for your picture and the story that goes with it. Yeah, thanks. Brilliant. Are you driving back home now, like, doled up like Joan Collins? Uh, Yeah, I've got false lashes on. (laughs) It's been blown out. And I basically look completely... My daughter's not going to recognise me when I walk <laughs> So, Holly, final question. Uh, you said it's for a national newspaper. So you kept that info back. That's fine. Do you think it's the type of newspaper that Bush and I would read? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like it might be a guilty pleasure of lots of people. <laughs> Wow. I don't know what that says. We'll all just speculate. Thank you, Ollie. OK, thanks. Uh, Ollie, what have you achieved? Patting yourself on the back? Um, 102 days sober today. Oh, oh Ollie, wow. good man. Well done. Amazing. That puts our uh, one month of sobriety uh, into some context. Uh, what kind of, if you don't mind us prying, well, what kind of sparked this move, Ollie? 
drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That would do it. Was that a lockdown thing? A lot of people accidentally slipped into drinking oh, a bit too much. Oh, no, yeah. I, lockdown weight. I uh, Two and a half stone I gained in lockdown. So, uh, yeah, the drinking contributed to that. Well, yeah. Ollie, your 102 days. I've just done some very elementary maths. It's three times what we did. Uh, well done, well, fella. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. Just go back to the beginning of the podcast and that little mark on your hand. I mean, from a distance here, it looks like you've got a blister in the middle of your hand. That's not a good thing to have, though, is it, in terms of if people see that, they're going to make judgments. Just going to say, and if you want, you can end end your listening to this podcast right now, all right? But there's going to be some further chat that could be a bit grim. Uh-oh. Okay, So you can end right now if you want. There won't be much left. You've been warned. Three, two, one. Right, you lot are the cool people. You're still with us. I quite like blisters. How do you like, what do you mean you like a blister? Well, just w- when it's still like unburst and it's like that that dome of blister stuff. Just like, you know, it's it's quite and then it just goes. I, I just love the spectacularness of it. Actually, do you know what? Um sometimes you get that special one it's called a, a blood blister. You ever mm. had a blood blister? No. That's something a little bit next level, isn't it? Do you I know think what I mean? It happens as you get older. Is it? Not after that. I've not had them yet. What do you mean you've not had them? I've had it years ago. I don't think I've had a blood... You're older than me. I know, but it's not an age thing. <laughs> get them, yeah. it was, it's not like liver spots. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you get blood blisters as, as younger people. You do, you do. Blood, really? blood blisters have got now to do with age. They're to do with, like, getting nipped on certain things. This has gone on longer than I thought it would. Um, for those who opted out earlier, I'm just going to ask... Um, hey, Siri. Do you get blood blisters as you get older? this on the web for do you get blood blisters as you get older check it out weird things That's that helpful. happen to your skin as you age senile purpura i think i saw them at reading 93 <laughs> <laughs>